Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today I've got with me Coach Mike Waring from Buffalo State. Uh, Coach Waring is uh, going into his fifth season at Buffalo State College as the offensive line coach, recruiting coordinator, and academic coordinator. Uh, Before that, he actually was a player at Wittenberg University in Ohio, and he is uh, actually a Buffalo native. So Coach Waring, glad to have you with me. How are you? I'm good, Tony. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to uh, good to good to get out and talk some football and and try to take our mind off of things every now and again. Absolutely, I've been yeah, I've been trying to fill my time with as much YouTube clinics and uh, all that stuff as I possibly can. So. Yeah, you and me both. Um, so you know, you're going into your fifth season. You obviously were a player at Wittenberg University. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, some of the good teams you've been on and, or, or coached for, and, and how the offensive line played a part in the success of those teams. Yeah, so, um, you know, playing uh, at, down at Wittenberg University, I mean, we had a bunch of, uh, you know, all-conference guys. We had a, you know, fortunate to play with an All-American. Um, but, you know, learning from my playing days, and I, I do keep it in my coaching philosophy now is, uh, you know, and again, I might be biased, but, I, you know, I think offensive line is the, is the most important unit on the team. Um, you know, because it is, it is five single parts that has to play together as, as, as a single unit. Right. Um, so it's important for all five guys to, um, trust each other, know each other. Uh, and that comes from on and off the field, uh, things as well. But, um, having all five guys know what each other are going to do, um, is, is huge in terms of, you know, an offensive success, uh, and, and a team success. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about you know kind of one of the things you just mentioned was guys knowing knowing the other guys they're playing with and and you know as an offensive line coach you and I and and everybody else is always we always preach communication um and it's it's pretty special when you get those groups of guys that they don't have to have too much communication they almost can know what they're doing just by a look or just by like a a tap or a nudge or something like that those are those really those are those fun groups yeah yeah we have uh unfortunately I actually have a a fifth year uh, offensive lineman coming back this year. He had a had a knee injury last year, but he is by far the uh, most football savvy, I guess you could say, uh, kid that I've seen in my five years at Buff State. And even you know he's up there with even some of the guys I play at Wittenberg. He understands coverages and formations and different blitz looks and stuff like that. And he's been uh, huge for younger kids and even some of the other guys that have kind of been coming up. That's awesome. I mean, it's almost like you've got your own your own GA without actually having to have a GA. Exactly, exactly. He's kind of my my eyes on the field, and it, it helps me out a ton, obviously, on game day. And 
meetings and practice and stuff. So that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. My own, uh, my, my own player GA. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We all need one of those at some point. So, yeah. Um, you know, you kind of, you kind of talked about too, sort of, you know, you were obviously a player at Wittenberg. Um, how much, how much do you kind of bring what you learned at Wittenberg and kind of what you were taught at Wittenberg into, into your coaching style now and in, into what you are, you're, you're teaching your guys now? Um, there's definitely aspects, um, from, you know, my playing days. So my head coach, uh, Joe Fincham down at Wittenberg, he, he's, he's still there. Uh, and he was the head coach and the O-line coach. So, uh, okay. He's taught me obviously a ton of things. Um, even post playing career, obviously I'm still in contact with him quite a bit. Um, but honestly, I mean, as much as he's taught me, you know, actually between the lines, uh, I think he's probably taught me more um, about day-to-day life with the kids right. um, and maybe some different uh, ways to handle some different situations or different ways to communicate to kids and sense of work ethic and stuff like that. So right. um, honestly, there's, there's obviously there's still some, some parts from when I was playing um, X's, X's and O's wise and some drills and things like that that I still right. use, but he's taught me more about, I guess, life than really anything else. Right. And that's, I mean, that's, and that's awesome. That's just as important, especially with, you know, in, in this generation, in this era, you know, you've got to, these kids aren't going to trust you if you just see them as a player, you've got to see them as a, as a person, as a student, as a, as a, as a human being as well, because then they're going to trust you. Then they're going to kind of go to bat for you and, and run through that brick wall for you. So, um, absolutely absolutely we you know we have right. some again i'm no different than probably a lot of other guys that will be listening to this is um you have a lot of kids that might not have had a father figure um, right even though i'm what 27 to some guys i i might be that you know so it's important to get your guys to 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 trust you more than anything else oh and, absolutely and, you absolutely. know know that know that you know that you care about them more than just when they have a helmet and shoulder pads on and um, asking about family and friends and, you know, what they're doing on the weekends and things like that. Uh, right. It's huge. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, my, my, another, the other question I have for you is kind of, you, you have a lot of hats at, at Buffalo state, you know, you're obviously the offensive line coach, you're, you're the recruiting coordinator um, and you're also the academic coordinator. How do you, how do you balance all of those things throughout the, the days and the, the, the season and the, even the off season. And, and, and what is that, you know, a lot of people hear that academic coordinator and they just think, Oh, they're just, he just looks at the grades and, and, and that's it. But what else, what else does that sort of, what yeah, else do you yeah. have to do for that role? Yeah. So academic coordinator, I've been doing it probably two or three years now. Um, yes. I, I, I checked the grades. <laughs> that's one thing I do. Um, but I, I know we do different reports, uh, for midterms, making sure, you know, if our kids are, you know, having issues in the class that, that they are getting the proper help, but, um, we help schedule tutoring. We help, uh, different, you know, writing centers, math centers, stuff like that. Make sure uh-huh. we're getting the help there. Um, you know, and we, we do study halls as well in the season and out of season, depending on, you know, kind of where we're at, but monitoring all that stuff and, getting attendance and sometimes it's a little bit babysitting, but you know, right. You got, it's, it's part of the job and it's something you got to do because you know, we all know how important retention is nowadays um, to, to keep kids around. So, right. 
Um, that's kind of the academic coordinator part, but kind of getting in like, uh, you know, balancing like recruiting coordinator type things and uh, with everything else as well. Um, you know, you got to be organized, obviously. Um, you know, so I'm actually trying to get, trying to hone in on some different ways of keeping myself organized. Uh, and I'm have, kind of have like an in-season plan where I kind of break down days and weeks of, hey, on Sunday, I want to get these things done. Monday, right. I want to get these things up. So by when it is that little slower in the week on a Thursday or a Friday, well, I can do some recruiting or I can, um, you know, get to a, a game Friday night, stuff like that. So right. um, it just comes down to being kind of organized and, and having, having uh, some priorities with some different things that way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, I think that's one of the hardest things and not, not, maybe, maybe just for me, but I think it's one of the, the hardest things is to, to find that good organizational balance, yeah. um, especially at our level, at the Division three level, because there's so much we have to do. I mean, recruiting is a, is a year-round gig. And so if you are an organizer, get behind a day or two, I mean, it, it can take a while to, to kind of climb back out of the, out Absolutely. of that that hole so yeah you know we've all we've all been stuck behind the eight ball a little bit right in there but um no absolutely uh you know the the d3 recruiting game is like you said is all year round we don't have a bunch of different restrictions as some of the other levels do and things like that but yeah it's non-stop it's non-stop you know we've we've been you know recruiting kids into june you know so right yeah um, you know so but it's it's all part of it and again I, i think doing all the different you know, recruiting coordinator, academic coordinator, and all the different stuff I've done is only going to help me going forward. Um, so, you know, yeah. as much as you could complain in the moment, you're kind of set, you're hopefully setting yourself up for something better uh, going forward. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I mean, I think there's too many, there's too many coaches, especially younger coaches and, and, and guys who quote unquote grind, um, yeah. who, really are just unorganized you know they're if they were if they were organized or had a little bit of organization they would they would be done with their work and not be there until yeah all hours of the night so i saw i saw something where i was scrolling through twitter i think the other day and it was just because you're doing just because you're doing work doesn't mean you're working hard that's absolutely you know i mean you can if you're organized like you might not have to work as hard as you want i've always I used to be a butcher back in when I was growing up with my uncle and he always said, work, work smarter, not harder. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. You know? Right. Absolutely. That's a, that's a, I I wish I'd seen that tweet. That's a, that's a 100% accurate there. So, uh, coach, last thing I got for you. And, and, you know, we, we talk a little bit about, um, some of the great players you've been with, uh, and, and coached and played with, but if you could put together a Mount Rushmore, of offensive linemen and, and five guys and it can be guys you played with or guys you've coached or, or guys you just are, are a fan of um in the game today who, who would be on that five-man mount rushmore Ooh, wow that's a that's a good question um let me see i i guess on like re, in most recent history i think you're gonna have to throw like a quentin nelson on there just because i feel like he is popularized the offensive line position a little bit more yeah uh, than it has in the past. He's kind of made it cool recently. Definitely. Um, uh, so you could definitely toss him on there. Um, I guess you could break it into categories. So guys I've played with, uh, my, my my good friend, his name is Aaron Cooling. He's actually a line coach at Charleston Southern now. Okay. Uh, 
he was all American with me at Wittenberg. Um, my, my, my student GA that I have now, which you said earlier, <laughs> Dave Lauer, uh, he's a Buffalo kid. He'll be a fifth year for us. Um, and then I'm trying to think who else would I put on there? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, you know what? I'll pull out my Buffalo Bills card. I'll go with like a Reuben Brown or something. Oh, not, oh, good, good one. I like that. I like the Buffalo yeah. Bills throwback. Yeah, got it. Got to, got to represent. You know. Yeah. So I'll, I'll toss a Reuben Brown on there. Nice. He, well, he, he was a, he was a former uh, Chicago Bear for a few years as well. That's so true. I, I, I yeah, that's true. Name. Yeah, at the end, of, a couple of years at the end of his career, I'm pretty yep. sure. I, I can remember. Um, I think it was. Um, oh gosh, dang it! Now I'm drawing a blank. Who's the he, – he does the cool clinic, and he looks like the walrus. Oh, Bob Wiley. Oh, gosh. Why is that – yeah, Bob Wiley. <laughs> Man, I don't know why that was falling. I yeah. can't remember. But Bob Wiley, I remember watching some clinic tape of his when he was the coach in the Bears and him, him talking about Reuben Brown yeah. and saying that Reuben Brown had the most perfect stance he'd ever seen of an offensive lineman. Yeah. And, and that always and, just kind of stuck with me. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, man, he went to a, he went to a couple of Pro Bowls and everything for a reason, I guess, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I remember the players, so that's a good one. So, yeah. All right, Coach. Well, I appreciate you coming on this morning and, and talking with me. Um, if you want to go ahead and drop your your Twitter handle and any other information for the listeners, I would uh, greatly appreciate that. Yeah, guys, if you want to uh, throw me a follow on uh, Twitter, it's at Coach Waring, C O A C H W A R I N G. Um, if you want to follow our program on Twitter as well, that's at Buff State Football, B-U-F-F-S-T-F-B. All right, Coach. Awesome. Well, stay healthy, stay safe out there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, Coach. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening, and remember to go check out Platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support, and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series and from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome conversations from the chat and the podcast.